Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. This is episode 46. Do you ever feel like you really just need a little reminder? Like you know what to do, you you have a robust sense of, you know, feeling connected to love, feeling connected to God, but sometimes you just need a reminder that love is here. And sometimes you just need a reminder that everything's going to be okay. Or maybe you just need a reminder that you're loved even now, even in this moment when you're maybe doing something that you're not the most thrilled about, or maybe when you're in a kind of grumpy mood or whatever may be going on. Do you ever feel like if I just had a little reminder, then everything might change? And maybe you haven't felt that in those moments. Maybe you realize it more after you've received a reminder, that feeling of like a breath of fresh air that comes in and helps you feel like, oh, right, I am okay. Oh, right, love is here. There are so many ways that we can be reminded of these deeper truths, these deeper truths about the presence of love in our lives and the merit of being deeply present and being honest with ourselves and being in integrity. And I know I've discussed in this podcast lots of different ways to try to remind ourselves, right? To um, write letters and read them back to ourselves or to consciously practice connecting with love through water or through other things that we choose to see as a symbol of love or as a symbol of the support in our lives. But sometimes I think the best reminders are the ones that we haven't created for ourselves. They're the ones that just happen. And this is the beauty of living in the world and living around other people and being in relationship with life. Today, as I was preparing for the podcast, recording tonight's podcast, I was telling my partner, Dylan, oh man, I don't know, I'm just feeling not that inspired. I'm feeling like, is there even that much more to love signals and that much more for me to share as as I keep creating this podcast? And these moments of doubt, I feel like are so human, right? I, I think we all have this in whatever pursuits we're pursuing, <laughs> especially when we are the driving force, when, you know, it's, it, I think it's easier to show up for work where somebody's asking us to do it, whether it's a client saying, hey, I really want a massage or um, a boss saying, hey, I really need you to work on this, this and that for this project. But when you're the driving force, whether it's just a creative hobby or it's maybe something a little more entrepreneurial when it's just you, I think it's easy to feel like, eh, I don't know. Is this even worth doing it? I think that doubt can creep in quite naturally for many of us. Um, and I know I've experienced that throughout my life with being an entrepreneur and just being a creative person. So there I was feeling this this doubt, this familiar kind of like, I don't know. Hmm. And Dylan said the sweetest thing. He just said, Wow. It really sounds like you need a breath of fresh air. And there is something so sweet and so simple about that. 
And I haven't even told him this yet, but I just feel so touched by what he said because part of what I felt that was like tucked away inside of that statement was this deep trust that of course there's more creative juice for this. Of course there's more to love signals that hasn't been discovered yet, that, that hasn't been created yet. Of course there's more. You just need a breath of fresh air. At least that's what I heard in it. And that to me feels like a true act of beautiful grace and love and God and all of that. I think Dylan and I frequently feel like as we speak with one another, it's like God is kind of speaking through us to one another. We get to be windows of God's light for one another. And what's so beautiful about that is that it's not like there's anything heavy of like, I know what's right for you. No, it's it's we speak to one another and then each of us gets to use the tuning fork, the calibration compass, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> of our own hearts to feel if it feels right and feels true. And and the great thing is, too, it's like, we're just talking to each other. You know, sometimes I'm just saying things to him and he's just saying things to me. I'm not trying to have it be the most profound message or anything like that. And certain things will just light him up and he'll be like, whoa, I was really meant to hear that. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Or I can tell that that's going to really help with this, this, and that, right? And I feel that with him. And it just feels so sweet. Like what a beautiful reminder that found me. It found me through Dylan. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't create a note for myself that I read, which um, side note, I do love creating little notes for myself. <laughs> and I actually made some in a really beautiful way that maybe I've told you all about this before where I'll do abstract watercolor on a big piece of watercolor paper. And then once it dries, I tear up that watercolor paper into, I think the maximum number that's easy to tear is like eight or so. And then they're a nice size, um, like a little smaller than a flashcard. And then I'll write on the back, on the blank page on the back, um, little love notes or reminders. And I made a batch of these years ago and I decided to bring them out into the studio tonight um, while I was recording so that I could read them in case I needed some more inspiration because I had that beautiful interaction with Dylan, but I was still like, I don't know, like what's, ah, you know? <laughs> um, so this, this way that we can, we can be reminded of beautiful things and of things that help us feel inspired and help us feel connected to what we really care about. I do. I really care about this podcast. I really care about love signals. And I'm so grateful to have someone in my day-to-day -day life who reminds me of that and and who also listens to me and and is available for me to be like, I don't want to do it, <laughs> you know? Um, so I want to read you one of these little reminders from my stack of cards that I thought felt sweet. Let in the preciousness of this day, this moment, these people, this opportunity. It will never happen again. <laughs> There's something so sweet about that of just like, really let it in. This moment is precious. And I think sometimes for me, I can start to 
devalue things when they don't feel as precious. And maybe that's part of what's been going on with the podcast. Here we are. Oh my gosh, we're almost at 50 episodes. It feels like there's just so much, you know? (laughs) And I think it's easy for me to feel like it all blends together and like, is there potency? Is there preciousness? And when I slow down enough, I realize, yeah, there is. There is. There's, of course, there's preciousness in these words and these thoughts because I'm getting the opportunity to connect with them in this moment. And that's like a gift to me. And then there's the possibility that it will connect with you as you're listening now, today, whenever you listen, and then somebody else tomorrow and the next day. That's the amazing thing about podcasts. They're out there in perpetuity. And there is something precious about that. The moment that somebody's hearing these sound waves from me is a precious moment because it's a moment in life that will never exist again. And it's not precious because I'm special. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying The moment is precious because the moment is precious. So I wanted to be really real and really raw with you all today because I think it's valuable to bring love into the context of times maybe when we're feeling a little low energy or less inspired or like we need a breath of fresh air, but we haven't quite found it yet, you know, and I feel like I'm getting these sweet little reminders here and there. And part of the reminder that I feel like is hitting me tonight is that I feel kind of low energy today, but I don't always feel low energy. And and it's good to remember that. And it's so easy to convince myself I'll feel this way forever. I don't know what that is. It's the funniest thing. When I don't feel very good, I can worry I'll feel that way forever. And when I feel really good, sometimes I'll think it it will be that way forever, but sometimes the fear will creep in that I won't feel that way for very long. (laughs) The mind, the mind is so funny. So I want to read you all a love letter from, let's see, looks like this is from December 11th of 2020. This was a very dynamic time. As I've mentioned before, I was about to move. If you all are new to the podcast, this is halfway through this long year of writing a love letter every single day for a year from my 29th birthday to my 30th birthday. And in De- in November of that year, um, which was about halfway through, I realized I wanted to move. I needed to move. And I had lived in this town of Boulder for so long and I loved it so much and it felt really shocking, but it also felt so right and so true. So I'm going to read you all this love letter and I think it's a very raw, very human one. Um, That's just such a sweet reminder of how love is here no matter what. And love is here loving us in all the moments, even in our less glamorous moments. Dear Michaela, I love you when you're mad about medical bills and frustrated with badly designed systems. I love you when you spend hours online shopping only to buy nothing. I love you when you're sweaty. I love you when you're a puddle of sleepiness and procrastination. I love you when you're cradling your skull when it aches or popping a pimple on your chin. I love you when you get that little wave of euphoria because you're all set up with your perfect snacks, fuzzy blanket, pillows, and show. I love you as you laugh with coworkers. I love you as you walk down the street, sneaking in micro dance moves you just have to let out to the good music in your ears. (laughs) 
I love how you sigh and yawn and remind yourself to breathe. I love your enthusiasm and self-awareness. I know you're mostly excited, but sometimes nervous about this next venture. And I want you to know, I believe in you. And I can feel how fruitful this will be. It's inevitable. Aw, almost makes me feel a little teary reading that. It's so sweet. It's so sweet to name the human things, you know, that we do (laughs) and to feel love for those. And I also, it's just so sweet to feel that encouragement that, that I could connect with, you know, and I can feel it even now, that encouragement of, I know you're mostly excited, but sometimes nervous about this next venture, this next chapter, right? And I want you to know I believe in you. Oh, there's something about feeling that, you know, someone, something, some energy believes in us. That's really beautiful too, isn't it? And I can feel how fruitful this will be. It's inevitable. (laughs) Inevitable is one of my favorite words. And that idea that it's inevitable. I think sometimes people use it in more negative connotations. You know, well, death and taxes, both inevitable, you know. (laughs) But I think that really beautiful things are inevitable as well. Falling in love, I think that's inevitable. (laughs) Feeling good again, I think that's inevitable. Feeling inspired, I think that's inevitable. And even when we are in these lulls of our life, as whenever they may find us, there's, there's value there. There's value in that time. And sometimes it's so nice to get a little reminder that a breath of fresh air is inevitable and it's on its way. And that's that's what I felt, right, with what Dylan said before this podcast. Sounds like you need a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, right, it's inevitable. A breath of fresh air is on its way. And it sounds like that's what you need. And whenever that happens, that's going to be real good, real, real nice. <laughs> so I hope that that connects for you. I don't know what phase you're at in your life when you're hearing this. I don't know if you're in a lull or if you're like in a peak and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so creative and I have so many things that feel so good and I have so much energy. Or maybe you're somewhere in between. But wherever you're at right now, it's so nice to know that reminders can and will find us. And sometimes we need to prompt them a little bit. Like, for example, even even with the support of my partner and some kind of outside energy, right? I did prompt him. I did by letting him know, hey, here's where I'm at. <laughs> here's how I'm feeling. And sometimes I think, you know, we can do that with people in our lives. We can even do that just with nature or in prayer or in our journals of like, here's where I'm at. And I think that's part of the beauty of what happened in this letter is that I framed it all in the context of I love you when and then I but then the list of all the things that I shared there were just all the things that I think I was probably doing you know of just well I I remember getting mad about medical I remember all these little details in certain ways <laughs> um but yeah it's like I basically just listed here's where I'm at here's all the things that are going on And I was framing it as, I love you when all these things are happening. But then I do think after I named all that, there's a way that 
naturally the desire to bring love in and, and, and just love's desire, even this energy beyond me kind of came in and was like, ooh, we got you. We got you. You're doing great. We believe in you. This is going to be fruitful. You're right where you need to be. You know, there's just something so cool about how that kind of came in. Just there was some invitation, some prompting. So maybe you want to prompt life to send you a reminder, you know, whether it's by writing a letter and letting life and love and God kind of flow through you as you connect with whatever reassurance or reminders want to find you. Or maybe if you're feeling really good, this is one of my favorite things to do. When I'm feeling really good, I love to kind of channel that energy into physical, tangible reminders, whether it's art or like I told you about these little notes that I made. Um, I remember I made that set of note cards specifically because I was feeling so good. I was feeling so connected to my heart and to myself and my integrity. And I knew that I could tend to lose track of myself a little bit when I would start dating. And so I wanted to just kind of create like this little deck of cards of like how to stay anchored in my own heart um, as I went kind of intentionally back into trying to date again. And this was years ago. Um, and, and you know, the windy road <laughs> that's led me to where I am now. But that was so nice to create these physical, these tangible reminders. And so I'd invite you all to play with that if you are feeling really good or when you're feeling good and energized and really connected to a sense of hope and and whatever positive yummy feelings take some time to to make a note of that and to maybe even try to encapsulate and distill some of the energy that you feel there because life does have its ups and downs we all have our ups and downs and it's so helpful to have these reminders Yeah. And, you know, in this, in this realm of love letters, writing love letters to ourselves and connecting to deep love for ourselves as a way to feel empowered, I think creating these loving reminders and forms of reassurance for ourselves is another very empowering action. So I'm into it. It's good. It's really good. (laughs) Um, And I know in last week's episode, I talked about, well, gosh, we've been talking about so many lovely themes, just to zoom out for a moment. We've been talking about, and I think at episode 40, we were talking about this review of the last 10 um, and talking about choices. And then that inspired me to start talking about choosing to be here, choosing to be present, and then presence and cultivating presence inspired me to start talking about pauses and taking a pause and how they can be so short. They can be these teeny tiny moments that can create a whole shift, a whole change in how you feel. And then in last week's episode, I started to talk about, but what about action, right? Sometimes self-awareness can almost lead us to a very inactive state and even lead us to a withdrawing of our energy from the world and from being engaged in life. And, and I'm still sitting with this question of how can love inspire action? And 
I do think that so much about like being here and choosing to be here and be present actually leads to a lot of action. And I also think that this this love letter of, you know, choosing to love myself and and reminding myself that I love you when, you know, you do all these things and when you feel all these things, that does feel like a form of action. Love does feel like a verb, to quote the uh, Massive Attack song, right? Love, love is a verb. It's a doing word. <laughs> I like that. Um, but I'm still, I'm still sitting with this question of action and how love can inspire action and how to let let all this self-awareness, let all of this cultivation of love in our hearts be something that goes out into the world, that we bring forth out into the world. And one of the thoughts I had this past week about that was how I think it's inevitable, to use one of my favorite words, that cultivating love internally changes how we show up. And it and that can include the actions we take, but it can also include the quality of the actions we take. I was talking with Dylan recently about how in the context of bullying, you know, and the words that people can use to be mean to one another. So often we attack the words. And I remember that was true, you know, certain words you shouldn't say. Um, I remember that in grade school. But when I really think about it, it wasn't the words that the bully or the the mean kid was using. It was the energy behind it. They could have said anything. And it would have hurt probably the same amount. Now, of course, yes, words do have different meanings and all of that. I'm not going to ignore that. But it was the energy behind it. So that's kind of the, the shadow side of this, right? It's like we could make anything feel hurtful or feel sharp by our intention and conversely we can make anything feel really kind and encouraging and heart-centered and and uplifting and empowering based on the energy behind it and so of course this is an absolute right but this is just something I'm really enjoying thinking about of the energy that we're bringing to things and this is where I do think that all this cultivation of love and noticing love and feeling connected to it starts to change us and the actions we take because the energy behind our words even the simplest thing right and this is where this is where I think it gets the most fun it could be a very neutral thing right a very everyday interaction at work at the grocery store at the bank, whatever, a very everyday interaction could feel like sparkly because of love being there. I've, I've interacted with certain people out in the world and I've felt this from them. I was standing in a long return line at Costco weeks ago and there is this woman behind me in her cart and there were just like so many things happening, so many people, like it was really chaotic and they were having us change where we were standing in line we all had to back up and everybody was getting kind of flustered and she was in the cart behind me and I kind of backed into her cart at one moment and she said oh are you okay and she just I could feel that she was just so patient and she just really cared that I was okay and that I was being safe and and but she was very spacious too and I was like oh thank you no I'm good 
we're just, you know, we're figuring it out. And I'm so used to being like, like, I don't really mind standing in line. I, I can find a pretty Zen place when I need to stand in line in the world. And I'm so used to other people being pretty stressed and kind of getting exasperated and huffy and all of that and being, and trying to just be like, we're going to be okay, everybody. We're going to get through this. And it was so trippy to experience somebody else who was even more at ease than I was. Like I could really feel it. She was just happy to be there. And, and it even felt like she was happy to have the opportunity to be kind to people who might be in a stressful situation. There was a couple nearby us where it was like an older woman and an older man who was on oxygen. And so that was like a whole kind of cumbersome situation. And I think she let them go ahead of her because there were two lines merging and I just felt this warmth from her and it was so sweet. And I was like, wow, like that's her energy, right? She wasn't saying anything particularly profound. She wasn't doing anything particularly profound, but the energy that she had was so kind and it was really touching. And, and that's where I do, I do really see how love and cultivating this deep relationship with love starts to really impact how we show up in the world, which is, of course, tied to action, right? Us showing up in the world requires action. So that's my initial thoughts on action and love. And I will, I will keep, I'm going to circle back to this next week again, because I still, I feel like there's still some juice here. There's other layers. Um, but in the meantime, Wherever you're at today, however you're feeling, whether, like I said before, whether you're in a lull or you're on a nice little peak or you're on a nice steady climb, or <laughs> I'm imagining a very chill roller coaster right now. <laughs> um, like a, just like a nice, a nice smooth ride. Um, wherever you're at, I really hope that you can know that love is here and Love is cheering you on and it's eager and ready to connect with you and to be part of your process and part of your journey. So uh, I feel refreshed from this and I'm so grateful. This may not be the full breath of fresh air that Dylan so in insightfully pointed out that I'm needing, but it feels like the initial breezes of something and I choose to be receptive. You know, this is one of those times where just resting in faith that I'm going to keep showing up and see what happens and trust that love is here and trust in the inevitability that this will be fruitful. And maybe it's even more fruitful already, more than I realize. <laughs> All right, my dears. So you know the deal. If you appreciate this podcast, if you love it, there's a lot of little things you can do. You can subscribe. You can leave a review. But my favorite thing is for you all to share it. Share it with somebody who you think would benefit and just let the world know about it. But more than anything, I want you to know that I'm so glad you're here. It's an honor that you spend this time listening and that you spend this time connecting with love and connecting with your own heart. Ah, there is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every day in every way. Until next time, 
Take care.